0: Winter keeps coming over and bringing caviar and I, just, I don't want to tell her like I know where that's from right? You'd think she'd at we, least recognize the smell well I no, she knows where oh, it's from okay. but she's just got like piles and piles of that laying around um, for obvious reasons yeah. like, you don't want to call her on it but it's kind of yeah it's like you know you know what she's been up mm-hmm. to but and, oh, oh okay. we're live Hello there, everyone, and welcome to TapCalf Transmissions, the only Star Wars podcast. Mm -hmm. I am your host for the week, Mr. Corey of Corey's Datapad Loses, and my co-host, as always, is the effervescent, effervescent heart's ladder. Justin, how are you doing?
1: Good, good. Well, we're going to have a problem if you keep using these $20 words around me. I'm just going to say that right now.
0: I... (laughs) I got a big donation from the Scrabble Foundation (laughs) recently.
1: (laughs) If you could make effervescent in Scrabble, that would be fairly impressive, because you'd need to build it into a couple other words, I think. Um,
0: Look, all I can tell you is that the price was definitely right when they emailed me, so... All right, so let's talk... This podcast is now brought to you.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, let's talk about the book where Luke is going
0: to a computer but uh <laughs> you yeah and the weird part was that he then finds out there's a woman living in it <laughs> it's like oh i was doing this just for fun <laughs> uh yeah we're, we're getting the return of incel luke from the from Trusa of bakura yeah. so so get those reviews ready speaking everyone. of did you check I, I think we got a couple more i uh podcast reviews and maybe we should we did in fact get more reviews on apple Podcasts. So remember if you enjoy the podcast or hate the podcast Leave a review on whatever platform allows you to do that, because we are on several mm-hmm. platforms, and uh, this is actually, despite uh, or despite the lack of release of any major Star Wars content this month, mm. though we are coming up with like Squadrons and Mandalorian next mm-hmm. month. This month is one of our most listened to months ever, and might actually be the most listened to, including uh, the month that we did that we started off doing, like the Thrawn trilogy and Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. came out, so. Thank you all so much for mm-hmm. putting up with us.
1: I got to say, my favorite... Uh, did we talk about my favorite review last episode? I can't remember. Um,
0: uh, the original one? Well, there... Unless there's yeah, something... Well, there
1: was another review that I was really a fan of. Um, it was The Only Swarm War Podcast Out There by Tolg412. <laughs> we didn't talk about he that. It says, come for the knowledge um, and always, humorable, always humorous breakdown of EU books. Stay for the sidebars on lawyer life and Canadian miscellanea. What a good, what a yeah. good description right there.
0: Yeah, that is pretty darn good, bud. Fucking wrecked it. Oh, just just went out for a rip on that <laughs> podcast review and just fucking I nailed it, it if, there, if, bud. If I, uh, right we on, just
1: change our uh, our official podcast description to that. Like, actually, that's better than anything I've ever written about <laughs> tap transmissions.
0: That's true. I mean, it's better than anything we've ever said on tap mm. transmissions.
1: But maybe but, we'll change uh, that today, today's though, topic because we do have a doozy.
0: A doozy of a... Uh, couldn't think of anything that rhymed or alliterated with it. So <laughs> this is my official resignation from Tapcap Transmissions. Uh, this will be my last episode. After this, Alex from Star Wars Explained will be taking over my slot. Uh, you'll notice very little difference. American
1: uh, instead of Canadian. That's basically it. I do like how um, how your title of the sh- of the stream that we're recording this on is. One of the most controversial books, obviously Star Wars is implied, but I just like to imagine.
0: No, I I had thought about that <laughs> when I was putting it in, and I was like, no, I, I'm signing off on what I'm putting in here. I just like
1: imagine going to like first year English class in university. Like today, we were going to talk about <laughs> controversial literature, in the most controversial book of all time, and people are like, what is it, Lolita or something else? No, <laughs> Children of the Jedi. <laughs>
0: Well, I, it's still beaten out by, like, I think uh, the Crystal Star and the New Rebellion have more of a mm-hmm. controversial nature among Legends books for fans. So. Crystal
1: Star, definitely. I just think, I, th- I think this is more controversial than New Republic or the New Rebellion just because people just kind of forget about that one. How did you feel going That's back true. to Bantam after... It's been a while since we've done a Bantam book. What was the last one? It's I guess the last Rogue Squadron book we did?
0: i uh, Revenge? Yeah, it would have been i Age Revenge, mm-hmm. I think. But, uh, I don't know. I was kind of interested. Like, I was not looking forward to this trilogy. I actually hadn't read Children of the Jedi mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I wasn't... I was... Going off of everything that I'd heard about it and what I knew about, because I, I know about the plot obviously mm-hmm. from uh, other stuff like source books or Wikipedia and stuff, so nothing was a surprise mm-hmm. to me. But I, I was not excited. But honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was.
1: Gonna really? Because I thought it was a goddamn slog to get through.
0: <laughs> I <I'd>, I don't <laughs> disagree necessarily because they're like. There's a lot of stuff that takes several pages to get through. Like someone can make a one sentence statement mm-hmm. and the whole paragraph will be a just getting to and then breaking down that one sentence statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a part because there were some of those parts that I started to just skim a little bit uh, where I wasn't sure if I knew what was happening Yes. when they're first on the eye of Palpatine yes. and you're hearing about like the Gamorreans and stuff it's like this sounds like there's been a ship that's been taken over by Gamorians, but they're talking about Imperials. So did I miss something? I like that, though. It's like, no, it, yeah. it, is, just, it is just that. Uh, but I wasn't sure if it was because I wasn't paying attention or what, but then I was like later on, mm-hmm. like, no, I, I understand perfectly what's mm-hmm. going on here. Never mind. <laughs> I will say there
1: are aspects of this book that I actually really like. Um, I like the beginning where there's almost like the, where they talk about the children in the well and stuff. Like, that's kind of creepy. Like, the beginning of this book yeah. has, like, a kind of dreadful opening. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, like, the part... And the, the stuff with Han and Leia is okay on Savis, But, like, for me, most of the stuff with Luke on the Eye of Palpatine is, like, nearly unreadable. Because it's so boring. Yeah. It's, like, the whole book is him just trying to get through the ship's security systems... He gets knocked out. We talked about this a lot in Truce of Akura, where Luke gets knocked out a lot in that one. He gets knocked out at least ten times in this book.
0: And it's like, the whole... Yeah, he's not conscious very much.
1: No, he's not at all. And the whole thing is, like, the whole... uh, On the Eye of Palpatine, which I think it's really cool. Like, a super ship completely abandoned with, like, going across the galaxy to pick up, like, these hidden Imperial forces. That's cool. Yeah. But then when you actually get on the ship and it's just like Oh my god. There's a door he's gotta get through. Blah 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 blah. Let's get to banging the ghost already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I do think that there are parts of it that work as like a kind of a mystery mm-hmm. uh with like who are the children yes. of Jedi? What is the what is uh Han's old buddy? Mm-hmm. Was that drum macum drum- yeah. or was that someone else? No, it's drug macum. Uh because I, I finished McCom. the book like a week ago, but... Uh, no, I'll let you just go on with Sorry. this. Do it like six more... No, you, I understand as your friend that you need Drub to get this system. McCom. 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 You good? I'm <laughs> good. Okay, And i I think the theme is handled pretty all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think so. Basically, the main theme of the book is like, what's the difference between the artificial intelligence of Star mm-hmm. Wars and real people? Mm-hmm. And what's the cutoff point there between actual intelligence versus simulated stuff? But I feel like this book, uh, like, there are other places that I think handle that in a different way, and some places better. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you get into a bit of it with Plagueis with the droid there, and a lot of it with uh, the Medstar duology where it's about the actual uh it's about the droids like they're kind of the ones that are put as the example mm-hmm. whereas with nikos in this and with a bit of Callista, it's like no they're actually the ones that we're debating how alive they are because the end they're either human mm-hmm. or they're like the droids when normally star wars is are the droids well actually how human yeah. are the droids med with, started with this that they're well, taking right. it as just a yeah With this, they're basically accepting it as a premise that the droids are not intelligent. They're simulating stuff. But then you also get all this stuff about like, no, 3PO very much does not want to get destroyed. He doesn't want to be in dangerous situations. And maybe the way they communicate is a bit flatter. uh, And you can kind of talk about that. How much is uh, Nikos just simulating that? Mm -hmm. But like the actual hopes and dreams or whatever, they they are there.
1: Yeah, it's... To me this book came down like a little too hard on just like the fuck droid side of things like like yeah. Luke Luke insults Nico all the time he's like for yeah. half a second there Luke ac- or Nico actually looked like a real man till I remembered he was a stupid droid but um
0: yeah and in- and like they, there was something really interesting yeah. there of like is Nikos the same Nikos as before? Is it just a simulated Nikos? But that simulated Nikos could be just as valid as a human. It's like, at the end, like, no, I'm actually not Nikos, so I'm just going to die now. (laughs) And Kray's like, yeah, that's not actually Nikos, so he's just going to die, and I'm going to go with Mm -hmm. him because the real Nikos is dead. Callista, you want... I'm not using this anymore if you just want to get out of here.
1: (laughs) Here, have this this flesh box.
0: Well, it's
1: sort of like a Ship of Theseus issue that they kind Mm -hmm. of begin to touch on because, um, oh, sorry murphy's going crazy because luke gets his hand changed and they're wondering, okay, so Because he looks at nico and then he looks at his own hand and he's like, oh shit Um, but at the other at the other part, it's kind of like inconsistent with how nico's transformation is described Because at the very beginning they talk about how like they use psy rook technology as the basics for the basis for the transfer um, which would kind of imply that it's like actually his spirit being brought into this new body. Yeah, whereas later on It's like basically just says no she programmed something to be exactly like him um, Or that's kind of so yeah. it was a bit inconsistent and that to me radically changes like You know the conversation.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. mute my mic when I'm not talking because Murphy is just <laughs> freaking out well, it's a big change getting used to that new apartment because I saw you did the the live tour of it last night where it was just you and Murph. So, yeah, hold on, he's an Instagram star. Just, just one second. Yeah, no problem. Uh, well, he's doing that. I guess I'll just give a basic premise for the book because uh, we kind of just got right into it there. Basically, there is an attack on uh, Han and Leia while, or an attack on Han and Leia while they're on Ithor at some sort of ceremony. And the guy who attacks them is kind of acting super drugged out. They actually think that he was drugged out at the time, but he was trying to warn Han and Leia in the new Republic about this weapon. uh, The eye of Palpatine, which is uh, another kind of like proto death star super weapon. I don't think it can like it. it, It's not planet destruction, but it's a massive battle platform and they're worried about Imperial warlords kind of uh, unifying around this. And it's, a plot that's kind of being put together by uh, the Ismerans. It's kind, of, its unofficial title is the Ismeran plot, uh, out of universe or in universe. But uh, so Ragan Ismeran and her son Eric are trying to unite some of these warlords from one of these southern sectors. So uh, to find out who it is and what the children of the Jedi are, which uh, is something that keeps coming up. Uh, they all come and Leia head to Belosivis. Luke ends up on the Eye of Palpatine. And uh, he ends up befriending and befriending. then dating another another robot.
1: Oh yeah, sorry. The um, one of my neighbors had the audacity to walk by my house. Can you believe
0: that? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that is that's actually disgusting. Like Murphy, yeah. good job. But while you were gone, I just kind of uh, explained the premise of the book. So we okay. can go to our usual topping toppings talking about toppings. What's your favorite topping?
1: guacamole or uh avocado generally
0: so does that change whether it's on pizza or ice cream
1: i think avocado and ice cream could maybe work
0: well yeah there's avocado ice cream yeah but i think any kind of fruit or vegetable avocado
1: and pizza actually works as well yeah yeah um so so no it doesn't change um (laughs) one thing i want to talk about in this book is there were actually more kind of eu references than i remembered um Like, Quijukes gets brought up a lot, presumably because of the proximity to the Jedi Academy trilogy. But I guess I was a little surprised by that.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Yeah, like, in reference to all of the uh, super weapons getting made and, like, how Mm -hmm. do you respond to the Imperials who were part of that? And if Leia could just kill them all, would she? Should she?
1: (laughs) Is that the new uh, movie, movie trailer for Children of the Jedi?
0: Yeah. In a world where Leia has access to all the people who invented super weapons for the Emperor, one woman like I, <laughs> ten super weapon designers coming this summer. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: I like too. They even mentioned like the Omelot, uh station that was like that. Quijous mm-hmm. was was uh, trained on. I do like how they gave her kind of like a they they gave her a break because um, she was kind of forced into Imperial service. Whereas kind of a nice distinction with the other ones who weren't. I was kind of hoping yeah. because there were some Dark Empire references, I was hoping that they would mention the guy, the Imperial Engineer who was in Dark Empire. Was that Leth? Um Uh you know what I'm talking about though? Like Yeah. Yeah. Galaxy Gun. Um It is interesting though, you could tell this book was being written before
2: Umak left. Yeah, Umak left,
1: yeah. You could tell this book was written before um, the Jedi Academy trilogy was finished because there's two occasions where Luke is said to have blown up the, uh, yeah, yeah, when he does not, it was um it was Kip Duran who Kip. basically drives it through the uh, Death Star and then into a black hole, um,
0: yeah, and talking about how like Luke felt certain stuff, but he was asleep at the yeah.
2: time,
0: but. Uh... Luke, yeah, Luke gets knocked Luke out. of did lot, be the farther away quite from Endor, a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jedi Academy trilogy. You oh get yeah, it. true. He's clear
1: for like one and a half books there.
0: Yeah, he does not stay conscious very much. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I didn't even think of Jedi Academy, but you're right. Um,
0: but the thing with like Leia there, like how do you deal with the super weapon designer? It kind of ties into the same topic of like how much free mm-hmm. will or how much uh, self determination do the humans have even because mm-hmm. like there's a lot of places and I can't remember any specific quotes, uh, where they're kind of talking about how <laughs> Nikos isn't a person, fuck <laughs> droids. But then they talk, they essentially make allusions to their own kind of programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I did think that was an interesting kind of through line mm-hmm. for it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I just, by the end, I guess I didn't really feel like much was being said with that. um, no.
0: I don't agree necessarily with how it got handled. It wasn't resolved at all. And to the extent that it was resolved, it comes to like the exact wrong conclusion. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And
1: yeah, Um, this was one of those books where uh, the uh, Bantam era authors took the quite risky approach of actually talking about the clone wars. How did you feel like they did? I mean, I I kind of felt like they got lucky and they kind of made a story or Barbara Made a story that could sort of work, even within the timeline we've got established now.
0: It's not the worst in how it ends up tying in, but like the timeline is very wrong still, and like not even the specific years, but like how it lays out.
2: I mean, it's uh, the
0: difference between yeah. like Palpatine going after the Jedi, where it does—it's very clearly still in the line of like end of the Clone Wars mm-hmm. happened. Organization of the Galactic Empire happened and then the Jedi start getting hunted down. And it kind of keeps the same division between, like, there was the clone faction, the Republic, and the Mm -hmm. Empire all simultaneously instead of the fact that it was all one that transferred into Mm -hmm. the Empire. Uh, I mean... And, like, obviously the Jedi... uh, The Jedi group kind of gets retconned as as a rogue Jedi group because everything we hear about them does not jive well with the... Jedi order we get in the prequels. Well, I looked so, up like, Calista. with the Altisian Jedi. Yeah,
1: yeah, just like Corellian Jedi or whatever else. I, I looked at Cali- looked mm-hmm. up Callisto on the on the old on the old Wookie, and there's a picture of her with Rex and Ahsoka, which I thought was really funny. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, because it gets uh, because it's one of Karen Travis's Clone Wars books, mm-hmm. I think that gets uh, because there's the Reader's Companion or something that. Talks about Callista and makes the basic retcon of it being a rogue Jedi group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is the book that kind of deals with it directly and says like, no, this is Jin Altus's mm-hmm. thing and the Chun-Thor was separate from mm-hmm. uh, what everyone else was doing. So that's how we get Callista as like sort of tied up in the Jedi Order, but maybe Anakin should have just joined them mm-hmm. and he would have been mm-hmm. fine. I think that's... If he just paid more attention in Jedi class about the other yeah. Jedi sects, so, like uh, he could have joined, cool. yeah. joined the Grellian Jedi, he could have joined the Altesian Jedi. Yeah,
1: it's like when you're like going to university for the first or for, like your first semester and trying to figure out who the, all the good profs are. It's like, yeah, okay, this mm-hmm. one will make you brownies once a week. This one will let you bang other people. Like, who do you <laughs> want to go with? <laughs> this one's Obi Wan. He's well, not epic at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, was Obi Wan just unaware of these things or was Obi-Wan intentionally trying to keep them from Anakin? Cause this, this really can recontextualize everything that happened on Mustafar. Like if George wants to put out uh, another special edition of that, you can just cut off the last 20 minutes of the film, uh, get rid of the original trilogy mm-hmm. and just have Obi-Wan said, you were my brother, Anakin. Also, there's this ship over there. You can just do all this shit. They party. And then they just live happily ever after. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it ends up being fine that way.
1: Yeah. Um, how about Han being hitting on or making crude remarks about a high-ranking Jedi and academic in front of his wife? He calls, um, what's her name? The blonde with the legs.
0: Everyone is the whatever with the legs. There's a huge focus that uh, gets put on the legs of all female characters. Yes, and. Mara's legs take a front
1: seat. (laughs) Right. But we can also begin to establish Luke's hierarchy of women now because we know that he thinks Calista is more attractive than Mara.
0: So, yeah. And this is something that actually comes up halfway through the New Jedi Order in (laughs) Traitor. Well, it does come up a bit
1: um, when she comes back in. So, should we talk about maybe what happens to some of these characters afterwards? Because... They do have a bit of a story Yeah, Callista. Well, well, we'll deal with Callista next book really and then she kind of just goes off And I don't think she's yeah. in book three a whole lot, but I could be mistaken it, It's been a while and then she comes back w- w- way later on in the fate of the jedi era she's been on kind of like, uh, a spirit search to try to regain her connection to the force and uh Of course abeloth takes her body and luke's kind of luke i think it's right after mara dies encounters her and it's like i gotta i want to smash but i also like that's abeloth in there
0: <laughs> yeah I. Uh, luke is early uh eu luke is kind of simpy and i think so i actually do kind of want to get back to that uh, that throwaway joke that spawned so many other jokes, mm. uh, where we called Luke an incel and in Trusimakura, mm-hmm. and then that review was like, "Did you guys you even notice we, the book was written we by a after woman?" After Luke was an incel? Yes, uh, but I think what those re- the people who have complained about that since, which have been several, have missed that just because the w- the author is a woman doesn't mean she's endorsing the behavior of the characters in the book, or that like, she's not. You were yeah. not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, or that she doesn't have problematic right. uh ideas about it as well that are kind of reflecting what sells books mm-hmm. in the nineties. But with Trusa Bakura, especially, because of how things end between Luke and mm-hmm. Gariel, it's like very clearly intended to be like, no, what Luke is doing here is not yeah. Luke's a Luke's great way to handle this. Like Yeah, and Luke just gets obsessed with these mm-hmm. women immediately. Mm-hmm. It's not no. healthy. Don't don't handle your relationships like no. this, anyone. No, and
1: you're right, and then Okay, can we clear something up before we continue? Go for it. Like, Luke definitely bangs the ghost in this, right? Because there's something. Okay. Yes. There's like a very clear line where he says, "Like, I have it written down." Oh, aftermath of loving, which. Yes. Okay, so can you imagine someone walks in on that and just sees like Luke? Famous Chuck Wendig <laughs> novel. Luke thrusting in the air. Like, <laughs> Luke, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Calista's is in here with me close to cover yourself what up. did the seal ceil- what did the ceiling look like after? yeah a well, ceiling jesus he's not that repressed i don't think <laughs> nothing i had palpatine some high ceilings as well but uh <laughs> but yeah okay i just wanted to, i just wanted to get that that cleared out um yeah well so did luke <laughs> and luke is what like he's 30 31 at this point because it's it's twelve, Aby, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, Leia gets her age thrown around a lot in this. <laughs> yeah, speech, I noticed that, and it, it changes considerably between paragraphs. Well,
1: what can you do, really? Maybe she forget like that. To be honest, though, that's pretty realistic. Like when you get older, like today, somebody asked me if I like my age just for something, and I had to think twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Thank God, it's like the math's pretty simple.
0: Yeah, but they're uh what 12aby so they're about 31, 31 okay. or 32 and i think leia's age gets stated as 26 yeah at some point here and it, it yeah but on the topic mm-hmm. of leia we we talked a bit before with like uh the Thrawn trilogy how leia's just not a good mother yeah <laughs> and i know exactly just what you're parents say. so yeah in the attack <laughs> on ithor uh there's crazy crazed gunman or whatever they think Mm -hmm. it is and there's a good five minutes before leia's like oh shit the the kids like han i kind of understand more because he was getting attacked and he comes over in the conversation the next time we see him he's like how are the kids Mm -hmm. whereas leia is like not directly involved in any of it and the kids were like i think she was with winter and the kids right And then she's like, oh, where are they? And Winter just like, like, oh, Winter took them to safety. It's like, thank God Winter is around for these kids because no one else gives a fuck about them until they start winning wars for them. Yeah, true. (laughs) I'll I'll love Jaina when she can pilot a starfighter not a minute before. um... Yeah, like, Jason, take this lightsaber and go fight the evil angry bird. But, and then there's all, I thought, like, yeah, Jason turns into a Sith Lord. No fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shocking. Absent parents. And then there's
1: one part. Of what I thought you were going to say is there's one section where Leia talks about, like, how exhausting it's been raising two Jedi twins. Like, when did you do that? Like, for real, yeah. when did you do that? Like, have you, how many months have yeah. you seen Anakin? Because at this point, he's spending most of his time with Winter on a goddamn asteroid. So, like, I'm not yeah. ready to hear that. Like, have you ever woken up in yeah. the middle of the night to hang out with your kids?
0: No, they they're like being a little disruptive at dinner. In is that Jedi Academy? Uh, uh, one of the books where they're kind of talking about the Force and
1: <laughs> that first that first dinner when um, Zek comes yeah. home with
0: Jaina. <laughs> there, there's one thing where like. Uh, it actually might be the Karelian Trilogy, where they're with them mm-hmm. a bit more, and they're being slightly disruptive during dinner, and Dan- and uh, Jaina is upset that she can't do something, and Jason is upset that he did some weird regular kid thing, and Leia's like, oh, kids are so hard. Like, no, this isn't what makes kids hard. Like, He's, like, s-
1: upset for ten minutes. Like, it's hard being with them. Like, try that, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh fuck there, before we get too far from the Luke weird romantic okay. tendencies Bring topic back, baby. I I don't know if I had it uh but there's Luke clearly has a type because there and it's not a good type because there was that conversation where they were like uh joking about uh I forget if Callista brings it up but like they could have been related or something. And Luke starts going, like, too far Yeah, with it. <laughs> yeah wouldn't like it be that. weird if you were my cousin? <laughs> that would be weird, wouldn't it? And then Chloe's like, okay, we're, we're done with this. But it's like, come on, you already made out with your sister. You, well, there's another part, we know where, where this. he's like, I haven't felt that
1: love like this since Leia, and that was before I knew yeah. And he's like, but I still do
0: love her almost the same way. I was like, Luke, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this... So Luke is just not... Uh, don't don't take romantic advice or copy Luke's romantic tendencies. I think that's just the bottom line mm-hmm. here.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of, I guess kind of getting on the past topic there about, um, the, this a lot of Star Wars books of this era have a very similar kind of setup. For one, Leia's chief of state in name, but like is off gallivanting with Han and Luke and and the uh, yeah. the kids and Chewie usually not doing chief of state things. They start most Mm -hmm. books at some sort of diplomatic function that usually, usually fails. Um, And then Luke gets knocked out and simps for some, uh, some unobtainable woman, whether he just can't fall in love with her or she's literally the ghost inside a computer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So if, like, if Luke got like a Amazon Alexa or something, Mm -hmm. did... Yeah. I don't know where that goes. I mean... Is she in there? Is she in the computer? Let her out of the computer! I love you... Uh, Literally every time. I love
1: you, Alexa. <laughs>
0: she's like... <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, when Luke first sees the hologram of Leia, he doesn't even think she's a That's real true. person in there. Like, she's just acting... Let her out! <laughs> Where'd she go?
1: Yeah, I mean, Luke, did- Luke fell in love pretty quickly there, too. Um... Yeah.
0: Bring her back. <laughs> The message ended you idiot (laughs) that's it yeah every time we we we, every time we end the call after one of these podcasts like you stopped i was like where'd he go bring him back (laughs) did you kill him where's the youtube chat (laughs) (laughs) yeah um no that's charlie (laughs) i'm just trying to think of anything wow that means your uncle joe is related to my aunt cooley which means we're long-lost cousins. <laughs> wow, let's make out again. <laughs> More this time. <laughs> Go a little further.
1: But I will say this book also has the uh, kind of case where it's a pretty small galaxy out there because we get a, we yeah. meet a lot of children of the Jedi. The only... Well, Ismarin is a child of the Jedi. Um, and then, what's his name? Mr. Robot was a child of the Jedi.
0: Nikos. And then Nikos is neglected to mention any of that whose aunt is it that knows the children? Know? is that leia's or i think it's leia's aunt because she has like three aunts that come in on this it's like the the old families it's not even just referring to the old families of alderaan it's like the old families of everywhere mm-hmm. that are respectable mm-hmm. but leia does say she's never heard of balsavis mm-hmm. before so uh, slightly bigger galaxy, whereas Han knows like yeah, every that was another still thing. In every smuggler spot, not
1: even just that, they know like intricate details about every single planet. They're like, oh yeah, Belsavis, that's where the mining corp set up the uh, dome, and they only set it up about a dozen years ago. Also, that dome is made out of specifically these three materials, and it's like, you yeah. know that one moon that's in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, everyone knows about that as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Also, wow! Look at all these species they've collected on the Eye of Palpatine. You have the Gamorreans. Mm-hmm. then you have the Sand, the Tusken Raiders. You have Jawas. It's like it's but it's a Tatooine <laughs> reunion.
1: I do love um, what's it called? The uh, the big fluffy ones, though. Um,
0: oh the uh, the tripod. No, are the, the other eight? ones. I um, really get.
1: What are they called again? Why am I forgetting their name? I don't remember. Um, chat. What was the other species on there again? Um. Uh, I can't remember uh, They're like I. the big tall ones Because I was gonna Whatever, it, it doesn't yeah. really matter But uh, yeah It was it was a bit of a Tatooine reunion Which, eh, whatever, it's fine It's fine, sorry, the dogs are going a little crazy Is that coming through?
0: Yeah
1: Uh, I heard one bark, that's it, that's it's fine right. But yeah, there's some, uh Oh, talls, I think it is, right? Were the talls there? Aren't they...
0: It's, yeah, Tows
1: are there. And they're Tows fluffy, there, right? They're like big. They're kind they're, of fluffy. They're the abominable yeah, snowman. Exactly. Um, there's also some weird, like, I noticed, because this is an older EU book. This is 95, I think, so still very, yeah. uh, very old. There's like some. They did a lot of the lore because, I mean, all the fundamental stuff established in source books or, or Thrawn trilogy or mm-hmm. whatever else. But, like, I do notice, like, a lot of small things just tweaked a little bit like um duros or like derosians is what they call them um,
0: yeah see i wasn't sure if it meant duros or if it was uh meant to be like a different species there it might have been i just i just assumed it was i don't think any of them are described but i'm not positive.
2: uh
0: yeah it look it looks like it's just meant to be duros yeah because Derosion now just brings up the Derosion fighter from Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, but uh, interesting. They're like with the Jawas. Luke actually enlists the help of some of these groups mm-hmm. when he's trying to rescue Kray on the uh, Eye of Palpatine, and the Jawas kind of come through for him in a big way. They get a bunch of stuff for him. They're kind of his uh, uh, eyes and ears inside the Eye of Palpatine, mm-hmm. and he gets them to do. Like dangerous recon missions and trade and stuff. Yeah. And the one that he's uh got a connection with he just calls Shorty, <laughs> which is a real creative yeah, nickname. Pretty rude. Uh doesn't recognize anything. But he comes back Yeah, and like they bring him uh, a bunch of batteries and everything, and they're like, Yeah, one of our guys just fucking exploded trying to do this. he's like, Yeah, that that's great. Give me more of he's those like that does happen. <laughs> <laughs> they can they sure can be dangerous. <laughs> Go do it again
1: yeah i mean luke was kind of uh laissez-faire about the gamorian
0: lives as well even though like he doesn't care about anyone except like anything that stands between him and banging Callista. all casualties are accepted he did kind of like the tripods though um uh, they yeah. were fun but i don't think he if they died i don't think he really would have shed he was like, a tear. put the
1: water out for them please <laughs> um <laughs> tell them not to get but yeah her. like the gamorreans he like throws her. them into combat and stuff and like yeah I, know, I was a little surprised he even bothered getting them off like the, sh- the ship to be honest
0: luke was bothering to get everyone off so that's just the theme of the book
1: yeah um well i thought it was a real slice
0: of life for the Gamorians, though
1: i mean we do learn a lot about well i don't know what did you think about the whole did you like the idea of the the um battle moon the eye of Palpatine? Going around, like, did you think it was an interesting premise for like reconditioning all of the uh, Gomorians and whatever else, thinking they were
0: mm-hmm. thinking they were Imperial soldiers? I mean, it just makes Piggy seem less impressive. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're they they can be relatively intelligent, I guess, already, mm-hmm. and like uh, it. Some of it just felt like plot elements that were done better in other books that we've already mm-hmm. read. Where there there is a lot of like warlord of the week in this period mm-hmm. and this is more just warlords of the week with one of the weirder super mm-hmm. weapons uh so as far as it goes it's fine I guess but it, it's not really my favorite treatment of that kind of plot like either side of that plot
1: yeah um when's the uh when's the publishing coming to to Thrones revenge because it it, uh, it could next be an week. interesting uh,
0: story. Yeah, event just, just uh, is Marion plot story. Yeah, event? I just
1: have it tied to could happen yeah, to no faction or something, and just have it appear, just start wrecking shit.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. No comment. That would be cool. I mean, would be pretty easy to model as well. Just an asteroid.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we got uh, Palpatine's nostrilers mm-hmm. for the Vong mm-hmm. War, Han's invention.
1: Um, It was kind of interesting, too. They said it was the most powerful of the remaining battle moons. To me, that implies, one, there may be other less powerful remaining battle moons, and two, that there may have been more powerful battle moons at some point in the past.
0: Mm-hmm. They're basically just Killik ships, yeah. where it's asteroids repurposed with, like, welded-on weapons that they mm-hmm. tunnel
1: through. A, a bit more yeah. powerful, though. Like, this thing is, like, not quite Death's Ark capability, but it could... Yeah. I will say, though, the plan here it doesn't make a sense. lot of sense. He makes this... So, the idea is there's these children of Jedi, literally, um, hiding out in this kind of cavern on uh, Belsavis, and the Palpatine's idea is to build a giant space station, which will go and wipe them out. Um, yeah. But, like... Your ships do that pretty well.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so does your Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Like... Like, we know where they are, we'll just leave them, there yeah. <laughs> until we can explode them in a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: what did you think? I kind of liked Belsavis as a planet, though, it was interesting, because, like, the whole story kind of takes place, almost, it's like a, I kind of pictured it as, like, a, almost like on Utapau, sort of, but, like, you know how they have, like, those kind of canyons mm. that everything kind of takes place in? I kind yeah. of imagined it like that, but deeper... And like the inside of the the kind of hole, they're in or the crevice is very like lush and verdant, whereas the rest of the planet is yeah. like just it's it's just a uh, oh, cold wasteland,
0: icy tundra. Yeah. yeah, that was one of my like we added it to Throne Revenge as well, and uh, it, it's kind of an interesting map and mm-hmm. in environment situation because you got like the snow on the outside and you got the canyons, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, I do like the planet. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a pretty realistic, like, uh, mining ghost t- gold rush yeah. town that's kind of seen better days, and now people are just ignoring everything that doesn't get them a bit mm-hmm. more money. What did you think
1: of... Okay, I thought that um, Mara was told about there being other hands in the Thrawn trilogy. Am I misremembering that?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure she already knew about them. Mm-hmm. So she's just... She's just freaking out, like, just cause at this point. Yeah,
1: like, uh, is Lando not well, giving it to her that night, or like, because he had been earlier? Uh,
0: yeah, that. So this is where that famous scene comes from,
1: right? Where she's wearing—isn't is she wearing a necklace too of Lando's in a shirt? Is that what it is?
0: Yeah, it's it's like a sweater or something. Like, no, it's an oversized shirt, and I don't know if it's necklace. But later on, don't they just say, oh, yeah, I was just undercover. We didn't actually yeah. do anything. Zahn's not right
1: so he takes care of that in the yeah. Prone duology. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I can see. I'd, I'd be pissed if, because Mara's a much better character than
0: Calista, obviously.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And her and Luke.
0: Well, she usually is. In Zahn's yes. stuff, she is. And then in, like... Legacy of the Four, she is, and in like the later parts of NJO, or even the earlier parts where he's, she's kind of like teaching Jaina and Anakin mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, Almost killing Ben. But, yeah. But uh, here, she's okay. But the Corellian trilogy version of Mara is one of the weirdest Star Wars characters and weirdest divergences from established characters that we ever get. So I'm kind of looking forward to getting to that just for just for me. Give us a original a pirate. I don't pirate. really remember. She acts like a like sea of thieves <laughs> pirate. She's like walking on the bridge of her ship cuz she's in charge of Talon cards organization mm-hmm. I think at that point and she's like, "Yar, shit. like she stops just short of doing that. And it, it's it's atrocious it's Uh,
1: yeah, that's that's can't that's wait problem. Um Yeah, she was she was fine. I mean she doesn't do a whole lot in this But the thing about mara and luke is there and this is the same problem luke has with Callista, Is like the relationship between luke and mara feels earned and like you see their yeah. like relationship slowly develop over three books whereas this it's like I can't even pinpoint the time where luke same with same with Garriel. Uh, Can't really pinpoint the time where Luke starts to feel love for for Callista. He just kinda always does.
0: Yeah. Which is like, like she says hi and then it's it. Like it he picks up her lightsaber and he's like, yeah. "I
1: could tell this was made by a female and a cute one." <laughs> <laughs> I can picture her now. Yeah. Um. That was that was interesting, but I don't know It's 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 fine. It's fine. We'll see how it goes next time. She's coming to yavin with them Um, it's gonna be a fun time Uh, maybe they'll get in some more hijinks. Maybe she'll help blow up a superstar destroyer See
2: yeah Uh
0: Were there any other notes I had about that stuff
1: let me check mine as well um, oh, I feel like we've kind of talked about what was the, the name of the stormtrooper again, me, but we
0: have the Tough um, uh, yeah, Mountain I liked him, something. but he was
1: very open about like the imperial plan that he was waiting for He's like waiting on the plan. Yeah. He's like any day now. I'm waiting for this secret super drug to come pick me up
0: Do to do to do look some rebels. We're yeah. friends now. Look what I did.
1: Yeah Um. He's just like maybe don't Maybe don't say that <laughs>
0: yeah. It sounded much more, thought Leia uneasily, as if Raghan intent had been to raise up not another Palpatine, but another Darth mm-hmm. Vader. So Palpatine's actual power at this point has not really been established, that he's also yeah. super epic yeah. himself. Uh and possibly more epic than Darth Vader was able to ever actually mm-hmm. achieve. Uh well, except for like Peak Revenge of the Sith, but after he becomes uh Darth Vader, he's kinda not not as epic as he was gonna be well in like how canon, many of those con- concubines in canon, he hasn't
1: really he... lost his power so it's kind of a divergence but when we get into mm-hmm. uh the throne trilogy or the throne trilogy the dark lord trilogy we'll see that like yeah he's always complaining about oh i don't have arms anymore i can't feel the force there
0: uh. yeah like he's not shit he's just not like i think palpatine is still better than him yeah i don't think he ever really passed no i, I agree palpatine. with that which like that's not an insult to anyone. Palpatine is pretty epic.
1: Maybe even the
0: most. If he's he's definitely the most epic we get, yes. other than like latter day Luke. Maybe Anakin mm. when he's Anakin or Jason. I don't think like Anakin
1: gets quite there. I think yeah. Anakin would have for right. sure because he was supposed to be the best out of all three of them. Um.
0: Yeah, you do get to a point where like Luke is like super epic. Jason's just under super epic. And Jaina is not quite as epic with the Force, but more epic than the light with lightsabers than either of them, and piloting. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a trifecta of epicness. And
1: Jason uh, surpasses Luke in some ways too. Like his his yeah. kind of.
0: Well, Luke is kind of the balance yeah. of like lightsaber epicness and Force epicness. Jason kind of gets past him in like Force epicness. He's got like, and like his Jaina war meditation him and, him and lightsaber stuff. Lightsaber epicness, like,
1: even doper yeah. than battle meditation, and he knows all these. Crazy force abilities that Luke's trying to learn when he's like sixty. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be fun when we get to uh, Swarm War to talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what? Did, speaking of uh, esoteric force powers, what did you think of young Eric Ismarin
0: here with the ability to force use droids like that? That's basically the same thing as like, well, life. What's life? What's mm-hmm. a droid? If you change their neuron or their uh, connections, then he just can't do it anymore if they're not by the schematic. Yeah. That's just... It was kind of weird
1: how he was able to do it, too. He gets, like, a chip in it or, like, a converter in his brain.
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah. I didn't like that very
1: much. But you want to talk about Epic. Wait till we get to his return in New Jedi Order, and he becomes a Jedi Spartan. Hmm. That is pretty cool.
0: Is that a thing? You don't remember? Does he actually come back in ear?
1: No. Yeah, he's I thought he just dies. No, he turns into him. um what's his name? Um uh Nyathal or Nyak, sorry, Lord Nyack. Nyathal.
0: Oh, right, 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 Lord Nyak. I've I forgot that I was the same. Yeah. Cuz he gets like god, these fucking the picture of him during the Ismarin <laughs> plot. This is terrible. Okay, I'm hold on. And he's supposed to be, like, what, 16 here? I think 14, isn't he? All right. Yeah. He's young. But I'm putting this up because this is just... She's the one where he's got
1: the little curl in front of his face?
0: Uh, it's the... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for those listening on audio right now, uh, I can't do anything for you. But for the people watching live, you're about to get a treat because this is just next level. All right, that's that's now X picture. (laughs) Can you leave it up, please? Artist rendition of Eckhart's Ladder.
1: Yeah, then he gets kind of dumb and uh, he gets like a super suit and he terrorizes Coruscant Um, I'm getting an image of uh, Mr. Lord Nyax commissioned for me uh, So I can do a video on him
0: That's pretty epic
1: and I think think he there kills his mom but i can't remember it's been a while i remember in that book though because um, that's after coruscant's fallen to the vong and um hmm. luke and a f- few other jedi like insert in like orbital drop pods and it's uh kind of cool i think it's enemy lines maybe but um yeah they basically like odst their way into the city um and then the whole city's just like or the whole planet's just like in shit that that's really fun.
0: God, this is this is just awful, yeah. dude. If I, I can't stop. If I looked like it.
1: that, I would never not have face cam
2: on. Hmm.
0: But yeah, uh, Eric is able to make R two almost kill Han and like blow everyone up, so he can. Uh, until, until they, until they throw water on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah then he then he's kind of out of luck but he he seems like he's pretty powerful yeah no Uh, and i i'm trying to think of what character he's like like the he's like chopper kind of spoiled kid thing but kind of chopper-esque the droid from rebels
1: well i mean chopper's good as well but like in his pure destructive like capabilities he reminded me of chopper in that scene
0: yeah Not, not the comparison I was gonna make for like the spoiled kid with weird powers. Oh, I like, thought you were you still know.
1: talking about R two.
0: Oh no, <laughs> I I'm talking about Eric oh, still. He's kind of like
1: a bit of a like uh, maybe like a little Draco Malfoy or something.
2: Yeah,
0: either that or uh, this is this is gonna be a, a, a deep cut, but the <laughs> the episode of Pokemon where Ash is getting the. Uh, what's the bad I the ghost badge whatever mm-hmm. it is from Sabrina mm-hmm. where it's the little sister that's like got evil powers and telling the ghost what to mm-hmm. do and turns them all into dolls then they have to rescue Sabrina mm-hmm. I think they rescue Sabrina because it's a little sister that's just sad because there's no one to play mm-hmm. with it kind of gave that's me those vibes where they're like actually. running through the mansion yeah,
1: that's not
0: it. but uh but yeah so I maybe if they just got a ghost Pokemon to to play with uh to play with eric he wouldn't have it's not
1: a bad comparison. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a hint in that in this book that he's probably not, but there's also the potential that he's little uh, Palpatine progeny here.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently Palpatine was laying pipe left and right. I think is the...
1: Yeah. I think that's what Leia says specifically about the first time she met him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where he, ha- he just has concubines for days, and it's implied that it's, like, not just people he has sex with, but, like, if you're a guest at a palpa party, uh, you too will have sex with these concubines, and, uh, it, yeah, so maybe there's a bunch of little, uh, uh, Jedi Prince Kens out there.
1: I mean, I think we'll have to cover that sometime and
0: discuss it in particular, like, are we doing Jedi Prince and uh, Trioculus and everything? Are they Star Wars books? Well, I mean, like, next week. Are we jumping straight to that? I would not be not we're, down with that. We're obviously going... You would not be not down with that. Okay. Well, we got to do Darksaber and... Uh, what are there other seven right? so, Jedi Prince books? I think there's six. Maybe it is seven. I think they're pretty short, though. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. six. Yeah, they're like... 112 pages so
1: maybe we could do like two at a time or something
0: <laughs> three yeah. Jedi Prince episodes yes maybe we'll, we'll save that for later uh, cause we we gotta get the Callista trilogy done then we I think when we're back from uh your break that'll be coming up we're doing the Dark Lord trilogy mhm yeah I'm excited for that that'll be good yeah I don't know if we can do Crystal Star and then Jedi Prince <sighs> That could be a bit too yeah, much. Yeah, we
1: need some we need some quality in there. We need
0: Because some... I, I think we need to like throw in Starfighter's Adamar mm-hmm. sooner than later as well.
1: Yeah, I wanna I wanna do Shadows of, I wanna have like a three episode Shadows of the Empire arc as well. I wanna do the book, and then I wanna do the video game and then maybe the comic.
0: The fan movie with uh the toys. you ever seen that before? Uh oh yeah, yeah. I think it was done in Spanish, and mm-hmm. then yeah. And then the
1: shadows of the empire so are toys gonna are also in episode, episode one. Yeah, pretty cool.
0: But yeah, that would that'd be fun. Uh, A three
1: three arc uh, three episode arc at some point. Yeah,
0: but uh, I guess we we have the topic of like, Callista gets to take first. Callista doesn't want to be like Mar. Mm-hmm. Nikos does it actually say Mar anywhere in the book? Or is it always just Nikos?
1: It says Mar once because I remember thinking, um, okay. I remember because I remember thinking Nikos Mark kind of reminds me of Jaden Core, just because like the mm. double R constant, double Rs, and yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, yeah, so at first Luke is telling Luke is telling. Kray. Yeah, we, get, we get we get. It's telling
1: dropped a couple times, and I listened to the audiobook and yeah. I died,
0: so I get to hear it. Oh, they did it the same Mm -hmm. way? He stuck with it. I I appreciate that. I respect that. So uh, Luke is is telling uh, "Craig, can you make Callista a body like Nikos is? Even though Luke has already decided that at this point Nikos is not Nikos. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's like 100% set on this. And Callista's like, no, actually that wouldn't be epic. Mm -hmm. And uh, ultimately they come to the decision that Kray will sacrifice herself rather than staying alive because Nikos is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, gu- I guess she has literally nothing else to live for. Uh, yeah.
1: And Luke's cool with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd have some ethical qualms, but Luke, Luke isn't just cool with it. He's, he's like, he's not sad at all that Kray is dead. Uh, it's not even like he was happy to be with Callista, but, uh, there was a brief moment of sadness that passed. Like, nope, he's just like hey, Look, Leia, it's it's Callista, mm-hmm. my imaginary mm-hmm. cousin,
1: and it's like, yeah, people people are probably think like, wow, they got close during this trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, but well, her eyes are a different color. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was thinking, what if she, what if she so, opened her
1: eyes instead of being gray, they were red and blue?
0: What would you have done, Corey? Well, who would? What would that be referencing, though?
1: I'd say her uh, competing fury, her hot fury and her cold fury, both of which, uh, both of which often.
0: Oh shit! You know who it would have been cool if they did that with though, uh, uh, like the sidecar. I don't know if you remember her from the uh, from the X Wing books, but uh, Ys- Ysan Ysurd, like mm-hmm. yeah. her name was. Uh, I I feel like she was kind of missing some sort of character trait like that mm-hmm. to show some sort of duality and uh like it's just a shame it was a missed opportunity for those books that it never came well
1: up. when the big eu uh redo comes we'll make sure they get that in there
0: right Mhm. like yeah if she gets added back in like rebels 2 as like the new Thrawn, uh we should just we should send dave Filoni a message like hey wouldn't it be great if she had a red eye and a blue eye i
1: mean she was kind of in rebels Two, as in rebels as um what's her name um Governor yeah, Price. I, I thought Price was kind of similar to her.
2: Uh,
0: I can see that, I guess. Yeah, maybe not, I don't know.
1: Price is a little less crazy, it's... but I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because there's so few women imperials I'm making the connection. Although more now.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you got any more any more notes or anything you want to talk about from our good friend the children of the jedi mm,
1: do we know any children of the jedi besides the two in the book
0: uh they're, they're fictional characters Justin, uh, okay. so No,
1: I do like their uh, I like their toys they have like they've got like
0: yeah the force yeah. toys that seemed that would that was interesting you
1: want to talk about um, that been fun to have. you want to talk about Leia Having an out of body moment, she goes for a little uh, Was this force walk during the uh, during the uh, party. She's knocked out and she goes for a force
0: walk. I don't remember. Really, that.
1: remember when she they're at the there's like the big party there and she's knocked out on the bed and she goes for a force walk.
0: Nope.
1: Actually. Actually. Okay. Well, she gets knocked out. Maybe too. I do. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. This is where I got the uh, the Pokemon vibes from, actually. Yeah. Or the main part. So, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. She, uh... I just forgot that was out of Bobby, <laughs> but Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: she, like... Her soul almost gets, uh... Her soul almost gets caught by, like, Darth Vader and shit, and he's got this little toy up, and he's like, Don't stare under yeah.
0: this, or you'll be lost forever. <laughs> Wouldn't that yeah. be
1: sad? I thought it was pretty fun.
0: I don't know if there's anything else. She's just taking after Luke in uh, Jedi yeah. Academy. Only, like, not forever.
1: I don't really know if there's. I think that's all my anything notes, else I want to mention. Um,
0: oh, uh, there was. I think there was a reference to Neil Gaiman. Oh really? What was that? The, the planet name. What was it? Uh. A couple of high-ranking designers of artificial intelligence constructs and automated weapon systems were reassigned to places like Kessel and Neilgamon and Daphne. Oh, N-E-L-G-A-I-M-O-N. I didn't
1: even catch that. That's funny. Yeah, I'd say that's probably a reference. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I missed that, but that's pretty, pretty clear now.
0: But how long has he been active? Well, I guess he was writing in the 90s. Yeah. I for some reason I always think he's more recent than he is, but he's been writing since like the eighties. Yeah, I've got. um,
1: Didn't he write like Discworld? I thought. Those were from like a long time ago. So well, not a long time ago. The nineties. But yeah, American Gods is quite a bit newer. So
0: Uh, wait, did he do Discworld? I thought so. Was that Neil Gaiman? Uh Is that like Terry Pratchett? Uh, Discworld, Neil Gaiman. I think, I think that's Terry Pratchett. Yeah, it's Terry Pratchett. Uh, Discworld is Terry Pratchett. He, it says Steel he Game American oh, Gods and stuff. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think those are all my children of the Jedi. Yeah. Um. That's pretty much all I've got
1: to say as well. Um, well, I didn't enjoy the book any more than I thought I would.
0: I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Well, do you want to do the rankings now? And then we've got uh, an email question from Joel to answer. Uh, so next week we'll be doing dark. Darks... Are we doing Darksaber next week? Or are we doing uh, a week of something else?
2: Uh,
0: how long is Darksaber? Because this is one thing. You're obviously
1: a much faster reader than me. Because this took me... You said this took you three hours. It took me much yeah. longer. Like, probably five
0: or six. Well, I, d- I wasn't sure if you wanted to do them every week until the 8th, or if you want to still do the skip a week. Because uh, next week we are going to have uh, Squadrons yeah, comes out the day a... after the podcast.
1: And I think... Let's do a shorter book or something else. Maybe we'll leave it... I don't necessarily want to leave it unknown, but I don't think I can read a 416-page book for
0: next week. Just about... Uh... Yeah, we'll... We could do the, uh, what's the, Barbara Hambly wrote a comic, which has Callista in it. Really? And it's like schlumpy adventure time or something. Uh, Murder and slush time. Okay. So, it's a short story written by, okay, it's a short story, it's okay. not a comic. Uh, originally published in Star Wars Adventure Journal 14 by West mm-hmm. End Games. Um, so, maybe we can do a sh- maybe two short stories. Okay. And we'll do murder and slush time, and then we'll find something else that will leave a mystery that we'll just discuss after this. Sure, that works
1: for me. That sounds fun.
0: Uh, like Crisis of Faith okay. or something. And uh, then we'll do Saber the week after that. Okay. Uh, and then sometime after that, we'll do Crystal Star. But we do have an email and then the rankings, and then we got a Murder Star Wars Explained. Should in we the do bonus. the
1: rankings first? I think that's what we usually do.
0: Uh okay yeah or am I wrong? Right. I could be wrong. I don't remember. Ooh, the alternative is we could do a young. Jedi I think I like Knight that book. idea better. Let's do young Jedi Knights books. We'll start off young Jedi Knights, and we'll just do those as some of the alternatives. Okay, ones you mean okay? Sometimes, I like
1: young Jedi Knights. Okay, so we'll do young Jedi Knights book one. I guess is that yeah. that's heirs heirs of the forest. Yeah. That was my
0: favorite book as a kid. So, Sweet. that is uh, a yeah. cool cool. Yeah. That is. Everyone's favorite episode four. That is exciting.
1: I like this idea. We get introduced as well to Tenel Ka in that book. I don't think she gets her arm cut off in that one.
0: Maybe. No, because they don't get lightsabers yet. Uh, There's a lot of Jason. We get Lobaka
1: as well, I believe. Um, Yeah. And besides that, don't know who
0: else. It'll be fun. I'm excited. We get lots of Jason and Jana. All right. So naturally, you have made the uh, the spreadsheet version of the I rankings. Have not.
1: <laughs> but I'll try to do this next week. <laughs> I swear. I'm sorry.
0: Uh oh. Okay. So do you want to do your ranking? I think it, we did uh, S A B C D F. Yeah. We didn't do an
1: this is going to be a D for me. It's not unreadable. There are some mm-hmm. ideas that I like. Like, I like the idea of the Battle Moon. I think that hiding the Jedi is cool. The beginning of the book has a really interesting vibe, where it's very kind of creepy. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Also, we didn't we didn't talk about those zombies. I still don't really quite get what was going on there. Um, They're
0: like force fucked or something by Eric?
1: yeah. I don't know. Drum come. Um <laughs> It wasn't good though. I mean, it, it just it just wasn't good. I thought you'd at least give it C because of Drummacum. That's what's moving it up to D. Um, yeah, it, it just wasn't good. Um, it was bad. It's it's way too long. It's one of the longest books we've actually read so far. Um, yeah. And next one was even longer. It's it's not good. Um, Callista is a really weird thing. Luke basically banging his student for the next few few months is kind of weird. Um, and it. This book was clearly meant to be the basis for like Luke's character moving forward, but obviously Lucasfilm decided no, Mara's way better, and mm-hmm. we get Callista not killed off, but essentially killed off in the next book. So, Fringed. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give this a D for me.
0: Yeah, I'm also giving it a D. Uh, I agree with basically all the points you made there. I thought it had a fun theme that was approached poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, well said. Or like the conclusion, at least, was poor. Mm-hmm. And like there are there are parts of the book that I enjoyed, but uh, a lot of it was kind of a slog. And in- I will
1: say, Belsavis Savis was really fun, and it was cool seeing ithor That's one thing we didn't mention. Um, the beginning, yeah. as I said, this book opens like many Star Wars books of this era do with a diplomatic mission. This time, it's to Thor We get to see the uh, the herd ships. Um, which are like mm-hmm. because they don't go to the surface of Thor I don't think they really mention that in this book, do they? Like why they are in herd ships. But
0: no, I don't think they mention the uh, like the it's like planet sacred kind of surface thing, but... that they don't go to anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that gets mentioned. Yeah.
1: And that was cool, but, but so much of this is so weird, and I'm cool with weird, but it's weird in like a kind of lazy way sometimes. But yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting book, and it's cool to see how they thought of things in the era. But it doesn't raise above a D
0: for me. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm also putting it in the D tier. Okay.
1: So now that we've given Children of the Jedi our D, let's go ahead and read the email. Do you have it open? Do you want me to get it open? Uh,
0: yes, I got it open. So this email comes from regular correspondent, Joel. Mm-hmm who says, Hey, Tabcalf"? so this question doesn't pertain to the book per se, but it does deal with the era it's being told in and something I've always wanted to get your opinions on. My question is this. When is it fair to compare things that happen in Legends post-Endor era with canon, and when is it not? Personally, I always feel weird when people do this. I can understand Mm -hmm. one take on the era or the other for personal reasons, which is all well and good, but I find it sometimes unfair to compare and contrast the two takes, Legends and canon, and say one was better than the other, because no matter how you feel about the sequel trilogy and the post-Endor era and canon overall, it's not... Uh, trying to be like the Legends post-Endor era, even if it, eh. uh, even though, ironically, yes, both eras have a solo child turning dark and Palpatine returning. But outside of the very basic concepts, they're still very different. Kylo Ren isn't Jason, nor is he trying to be, so why compare them and say one is better than the other, or vice versa, and not just judge on their own merits as characters? That's my question. Do you think there are moments when it is fair to compare and contrast Legends and canon with one another? And if so, when are those moments in your opinion? Uh, you want to go first? Uh,
1: It's a good question. I'm not super concerned about fairness though. Like For me, it's just like when I compare them, I just talk about which one I enjoy more and like For me fairness doesn't come too much into it because I don't talk about I try not to talk objectively But which one's better in which case I think fairness Maybe is important, but I think that's kind of a losing battle anyway I just think the discussion of which one you enjoy more is the more important one um yeah, because yeah, they are different the eu had a lot more time and a lot more time in universe to work with but You know, that's also a strength of the eu as well. Like you can't necessarily say that that's an unfair advantage it had because that's just They choose a, an era to work. They chose an era to work and and uh, they made something that a lot of us enjoyed in it But uh, i'm not a movie hater either. So
0: yeah, like, the the only thing that I think uh, would be unfair as in kind of invalid is when people try to make direct comparisons as in, like, it's better because this specific thing happened or didn't mm-hmm. happen. Uh, because, like, again, it's not trying to just be a recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that making the comparison of, like, uh, the development over Legends to me is more interesting because we don't, we didn't know the end point or mm-hmm. I, I kind of did because I started with the Vong war, but mm-hmm. getting to the Vong war was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in the sequel trilogy or in the new canon, the sequel trilogy kind of fills that slot in the Vong war. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, It's in a comparable time and it's kind of the comparable big next event. And instead of uh, having those previously existing stories, and then we have the thing that happens next, we kind of end up with the, uh, We get all these warlords of the week and whatever, Mm -hmm. but then some of the characters that show up in that come together in uh, the New Jedi Order era and/or New Jedi Order books, which because they are 19 books, can bring together more of that stuff. Whereas three movies, even if there were a lot more pieces of source material from that period, obviously in nine total hours you can only bring in so much Mm -hmm. uh but it's also why some of the books don't interest me as much even the ones that are better written uh or like the ones that i think that i Mm -hmm. like uh where like i really like alphabet squadron but i also know what's going to happen in the war between uh the new republic or between the rebel alliance or the new republic and the empire uh so it runs in the same issue that i kind of had and i know you had with Timothy Zahn's Thrawn Mm. books where we know where that's going uh, so they're less interesting just as a result of that Uh, and the hands of the writers feel a bit more tied than they did with say uh, the X-Wing books when they would have been first coming up or the Thrawn trilogy. Uh, There was also a bit more willingness in uh, or necessity in the old EU of kind of ignoring Mm. each other. Uh, for everyone who wasn't Kevin J. Anderson, although you know what, uh, and especially for Timothy Zahn, I, I agree with you. But uh,
1: there's been a lot more continuity between close books than I would expect, and we got sorry Whether, mm-hmm. but you're you are right in that some of that is just really name dropping. But I mean, there's some, you know,
0: Mara's a. Well, a, a book is a series of events as cataclysmic as Dark Empire would have been, having. Like, the fact that we consider individual references to some of the characters to Mm -hmm. be, like, a huge connection uh, kind of show, And, like, the fact that we know that Timothy Zahn, who is, like, one of the biggest representatives of the period and of Star Wars books under Bantam at the time, and then even under Del Rey. uh, The fact that he didn't want to do anything with all this other stuff uh, when his books are some of the highest profile Mm -hmm. does mean there's more disconnects Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, no, you're right. And then you get like swashbuckling Mara in Corellian Trilogy, which is mm-hmm.
2: fun. Yeah.
1: I guess I just mean I kind of remember them being, like we get you know, whether it's Dark Empire is always going to be Dark Empire. It's as low a, a cannon tier as it yeah. can get, really. Um, but... Yeah. Okay. Because
0: uh, like, Rise of Skywalker, or ultimately seeing the whole thing now... Uh, you could functionally just make it dark empire it's 20 years in the future and that's kind of the spot that sequel trilogy fills in new canon uh less than uh njo Mm -hmm. but it also killed off like luke and han and leia uh so that wasn't even a point that we got to in legend so it's Mm -hmm. there's more potential after that for other stories to be told but as it is we kind of know what we're leading up to mm-hmm. in any new canon book and that's why i like the mandalorian because it was so disconnected from other stuff it was still taking place in the star wars universe and it did tie into some of the imperial warlord stuff but we don't know what happens to mando or mm-hmm. the mandalorian culture uh and there's nothing in the new tr- in uh, the sequel trilogy that's really going to limit too much of what happens there mm-hmm. Uh, whereas when you have stuff like the Aftermath Trilogy, where it's like, okay, we know Operation Cinder happens, and then maybe there's more fighting. We know Ray Sloan builds up a big fleet, but there's not the same. uh, Like, we kind of know that it's not going to be like the return of the Empire in the same way, or the New Republic isn't going to be fully victorious for this new Mm -hmm. enemy,
2: but...
1: No, you're 100% right. That's a good point. And someone in the chat is correct. Corey does just want to get to the Corellian Trilogy because it's got the sexy Solonians that he has been lusting for after hours on the podcast almost every night.
0: Look, I told you that in confidence? And I don't like that.
1: All right, so I think that's all I've got to say with this uh, this book.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got this week, the two of us are actually going to be taking part in a uh, tabletop series in anticipation of squadrons coming out next Friday. Wow. Uh, so Captain Shack is going to be gming yes. that uh, for myself, Eck, our good friends Charlie and uh, wasted space. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to check that out, all of us, I think, oh, X2, Corey loses, yeah. the XP gamers and wasted space. I think we're all streaming our perspectives of it. Mm-hmm. So if you're into Star Wars stories, uh, that could be something you want to check out. Also in 30 minutes, from right now, we're going to be playing Among Us with uh, me, Eck, Charlie, the Templin Institute, Star Wars Explained, some others. And let so me just say, if you don't know who Wasted Spaces
1: is, he's got an epic voice. Like, truly. Yep. And he, I watched some of his videos. He makes good stuff as well. Um,
0: yeah, so uh, 30 minutes yep. from now, X2 and Corey loses yep. Among Us. Saturday at 6 p.m. ET, Star Wars Rebel squadron tabletop adventure mm-hmm. and then next three weeks
1: squadrons comes out on the second that'll be big and then we've got the tournament we're doing um, not this Saturday or the next Saturday but the Saturday after that the 10th of October that'll be fun um, I'm looking forward to that
0: mm-hmm. uh, so yeah lots of fun stuff make sure to do your homework for next week we're going to be reading heirs to the mm-hmm. force heirs of the mm-hmm. force heirs of the children of the mm-hmm. Jedi young Jedi children knights of the mm-hmm. force uh, Yep, yeah
1: all right, everybody. No, Anything that's it for me. I'm, I'm logging off. I'm tired of these this discussion.